Today's podcast, a little different. The live show from Ophelia's in Denver. Uh, it was really a fun crowd. I hope it comes through on the pod. A uh, little intro. Jeff Green hanging out with us, talking hoops. He was incredible, man. Man, was he a good time. Um, we had some FaceTimes from two people that wanted to do it and one guy that didn't and an extended life advice. So hopefully you enjoy it and we'll be back to normal on Friday. It's Ryan Russillo podcast presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA final starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved quick bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs and FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming, so please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and older. 18 plus in DC and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit rg help.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday. I'm still sleeping. I also like Ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. A lot of dudes. <laughs> A lot of dudes. Uh, not surprising. So, first, I want to thank you for making it out here on a Tuesday night. Uh, this place has been awesome. It kind of came together last minute, but I was afraid there was going to be some bad dates. You're like, what does this guy do again? He gives out parental advice. He doesn't have a fucking family. Like, yeah. Uh, but we don't. We haven't done a live show for this podcast in over three years. The last one was Atlantic City. It sucked. Uh, one of the great things about this is everybody knows why they're here. And when we did it there, it was a sports book where half the people were like, "What? Why is this guy in a microphone over there?" And for those that have really listened to the history of the podcast, like the all-time worst moment I think I've ever had for a live audience was we're sitting there, we're talking NFL, and there's this guy in like a rascal scooter. I thought he could have walked, but um, he, he, he put it in reverse and you just heard it beeping while I was like, I don't know if the Packers have enough depth at receiver. And it's like, beep, beep. So and it, was, it made the podcast. So I already feel like we're off to a good start. Uh, I love Denver. Everybody, all my buddies that are back here know it. A few of them may heckle us. Maybe one in particular named Mark will definitely do it. Uh, I almost moved here for friendship, but I chose the beach. So after walking around today, I feel good about it. <laughs> we did have um, a couple legend invites out. Russell Wilson passed. <laughs> probably the stats. Probably nothing to do with me. Uh, probably the stats. Elway was a no. And then we booked Danny Cannell. A Broncos legend who... Uh, his flight got canceled last night. So Kyle was 
flirting with some spoken word stuff, which I think is still hot out here, but we, we're not 100% sure. So, uh, look, Kyle's going to come out a little bit later. We'll do life advice. We'll do the Q&A at the end. We'll take pictures. We'll take care of all of you for, for, again, taking out this time. I think we have a, a table at Chloe later tonight. Is that still in the mix? Closed four years ago? We don't have a table at Chloe. Uh, but again, thanks to you. Take care of the servers. We got a couple surprises, like we said. Really fired up. Thanks for coming, and we're going to hang out. Let's have some fun. That's a lot of people. I didn't think it was this many people. Hello. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> This is this is a long time coming. I, I don't think I've ever interviewed you over the years. I don't know if you know my passion that, that I have for you and your career. Um, but let's start off with something kind of cool. You just came out, came from giving out turkeys. Yes, I just had a turkey giveaway. Uh, the Boys and Girls Club. Um, obviously, I'm not too familiar with the area, but I know it was off six Sixth Street or Avenue. <laughs> I'm gonna quiz you. Uh, right. Close uh, to the football stadium. Um, gave away turkeys. Twenty five families. Um, and it was, it was fun. I had a good time doing it. Well, thanks for doing that. And obviously, thanks for spending an off night with us here. So I love that it was a two-year deal in Denver. It was about time. Uh, <laughs> if I had gone back, I remember I was telling you this. The night he was drafted, uh, it was the fifth pick. You know, it's Odin, it's Durant, it's Horford, it's Conley. You go to the Celts, you're traded for Ray Allen. And if somebody had said, like, hey, because when you include Seattle with the Oklahoma City, it's 12 teams. If someone had said to Jeff Green, Georgetown, like, hey, this is going to be, you're playing the league a long time, but you're going to be on a new team all the time. What would, what would you have thought of this career that you've had? Back then? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm like, people are crazy. But um, over the years, you know, you, you just, you let it go. Uh, everybody's going to have an opinion on, you know, how you should have played, where you should have been in your, your journey. Uh, as far as teams, but at the same time, I'm living out the dream. I'm playing basketball for a living. Um, I always wanted to get to the NBA, and as long as I have that Jerry West patch on my jersey, regardless of who it's for, I'm gonna be happy. So, I mean, throughout the years, I've accepted, you know, what it was gonna be, and uh, you know, I just mentally had to change my outlook on things and just had to say, whatever team it is, I'm gonna go out there and just play hard. And whatever happens at the end of the year, whether it be staying here or not, you know, I just got to live with the results of that and just continue to move forward in my life. I can't continue to dwell on why why not me? Why am I not staying in this place? Because then it can become very, very stressful. Something that I've, you know, again, from the outside and, and being lucky enough to talk to people to build teams, like the thing that drives me crazy about so many people in the media do is like when the team's rebuilding, then they think everybody's going to be like 22 or younger. Yeah. And you're just like, well, that's the worst because all those dudes think they're going to be all-stars. They all think they're going to be max extensions that I like that you have now not only as a productive player, but have added this, you know, whether it's you or DeAndre, like you guys have value in a way that I think is completely underappreciated that, yeah. you know, you need a guy around that isn't worried about necessarily like where he's going to be in 10 years. And I, I just find it crazy whenever anybody rebuilding with a team, you're like a couple of guys like you are important to that rebuild. And I don't think anybody ever really pays enough attention to that. They don't, they don't. And I've been on teams where you have a lot of young guys and you're like, hey, we need to sprinkle in a couple of vets. And it don't work because they don't understand 
the young guys don't understand obviously what it takes to win. Like I've been down that road. I understand the journey you have to go through, the ups and downs. Um, you name it, I've been through it, and it did not work. So you know when you team the managements, they want to go young, go young, go young, and then they get mad when they don't win. You know, but it's it's something that you have to go through throughout your journey in the NBA, where you're understanding what it takes to win. And now looking back at it, it's now 16 years. Um, you know when. You go through it and you get on a team at my age, you're like, okay, I, under, I know what it takes. You know, it's a lot easier to to accept, you know, a loss here and there because, you know, it's part of the journey. But you also know how to bounce back from it. You know how to galvanize guys in a locker room. You know how to bring them together. And that's something that a bunch of young guys don't know how to do because they're all looking for their piece of the pie. And when it's not enough slices, it runs out, and that's when a team don't function well. Is it weird leaving the stability of the Brooklyn Nets to come to an organization? Like that? <laughs> I'm, I'm having trouble with it. It's, it's right, this a, place a mess, huh? Uh, it's, no, I mean, I had a good year there. I, I would never badmouth an organization or the people in that organization. Um, I haven't been there the last two years. I've been here. I've been happy. I've been great. I've been in a great situation. Um, and so I can't, <laughs> I'm not going to say something, but you, not, might, you might be signed, you'll be a free no, agent, who knows? No, I'm not going to comment on what they're going through. Cause I obviously haven't been there the last year and a half. Um, but you know, they still have talent. You never know what can happen. Um, I like to say when I was there, I used to be the one to, you know, make all that mess go away, you know, with my personality, the way I, I approach every day. Um, but now, you know, they let me go, so they had to go through it, you know, <laughs> you know, but, um, I mean, I don't know, uh, but I am happy. I'm happy. I came to Denver. I'm, I'm happy. I'm out of Brooklyn. All right. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the nuggets. Um, you, you've played with, I want to get a scattering report. I got a question in here for you later. We'll see how we do with it. But okay. like when I think about you know, Kawhi's a great development story in the NBA. You know, when you look back at the history of the NBA, a lot of times it's like, okay, that guy's going to be a stud and that guy ends up being a Hall of Famer. We've had some stuff happen in recent history where Giannis is this amazing development story. And yeah. I think I think Jokic is a lot like that too because I remember Definitely the is. draft stuff and, you know, all of us saw it and you're like, what? And then, you know, you're going, wait, this guy's seeing things that other people don't see. Was there a moment for you last year with this team? Like you played against him and everybody knew who he was. But something that you'll never forget, like this this light bulb going off and being like, this is what this guy's like to play with. I mean, I have a lot of moments um, uh, with that guy from last year and obviously this year playing with him. Um, but for me, it was more so just knowing him personally, knowing his approach to the game, his basketball IQ is off the charts. I think that's the one thing that stood out to me. You know, I watched from afar. Uh, I know... Uh, a little bit about, you know, being drafted second round, being a backup center behind Nurk when he was here, and then all of a sudden, a couple years in, you know, getting his starting job. I knew a little bit about it, but for me, the thing that, you know, really caught me off guard was his basketball IQ. And I found that just a walkthrough, just, you know, things that he's seen. Um, you know, we walked through a play and, you know, the different, 
you know, routes, I would I call them, as far as the, the reads. But it is. It's routes with him, yeah, you know? it is routes with him. And the reads that he sees before anybody else sees, it's amazing to see. Uh, it's amazing to watch the way he, you know, goes through the game. You know, it could be two plays in a row. We, we just, uh, I think we played o- Oklahoma City um, a couple weeks ago. And, <laughs> and two plays in a row. The first play, they double from the baseline. I cut, he doesn't see it, he passed corner. He says, run the same play. So the same thing happens, they do the same thing, and he finds me in cut, I get a dunk. And that's the things that he sees, you know, before, you know, the plays happen, you know, he just missed the read that, that one split second. But his IQ is, you know, off the charts. That's the reason why I was able to get, you know, career high in dunks last year, because of him, it's not because of me. See, that's the thing about your career, though. Like, here we are. And I'd say once every three weeks you have an in-game dunk. We're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. What? Are we can cuss? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I relax a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't, like, does anybody ever say, like, because, you know, it's a lot of guys would be like, that goes away. It goes away. You have one where you look like you've been in the league two years. <laughs> I like um, the smile because you're like, yep. Well, I, yeah. I mean, it's true. I, I don't like to talk, like, brag about it because of I mean, it's, it's guys, I mean, you look at LeBron, you know, I, I had the opportunity to play with him a couple of years ago, and I think he's one guy who, you keep saying I play with all, so you can say him all. <laughs> um, he's one guy who I, I watch vividly, like his approach, you know, whether it be taking care of his body, his approach to the game, and I kind of took, you know, what he did and used it, you know, for myself. And to go back to the dunks, like, I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. People act when I do it, people are like, I, you know, I never did it before, you know, or they're surprised, but it's like, I've been doing it for years, you know, 16 years. You can pretty much say each year I've had over 10 dunks where it's like, God damn, like, you know, <laughs> I don't know why people still trying to jump, you know, but it's fun to me. It's, it's hilarious. You know, now, you know, I have fun with it. You know, I have, one of my good friends is Kelly Olenek. We, you know, we bonded a lot when we were in Boston in the first game. I didn't even know it was him. Cause when I jump, I just jump. I just see the rim. I don't see nobody else. And after the game, he's like, damn, why did you have to do me like that? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, that was me that you dunked on. I was like, oh shit. Like, you know, my apologies, you know, I'd say sorry to your wife, you know, but, <laughs> you know, sorry had to be you, you know, but no, for me, it's fun. You know, it's for me, it's a set reminder that to tell people or people who are in around the league that I can still play. I can still play at a high level. Um, but, you know, that's been my staple now for, you know, the last couple of years. I was out in Boston one night and I was with a date. Yeah, Beantown. What's up? <laughs> and Kelly Olenek was there with a mutual friend, and I, I, I got up and went to the bathroom, and he asked the girl I was with for his, for her for her phone number. So fuck Kelly Olenek. <laughs> <laughs> so keep dunking on him. Um, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> more Nuggets talk, and I'm not doing this because I'm I'm curious about this team. You know what I mean? Like that next step is tough. That's the tough one. And I mean, I have my opinion. You actually play for him, so I'll ask you yours. I love this roster. I love, like, the peak version of this roster will be the best version of this Nuggets team that we've seen in recent history. It's just a matter of, you know, Jamal getting back, you know, the defense tightening up a bit. Malone, how many times are you going to yell at Porter Jr. in a game? Um, what, 
what is it how you see i know this is going to be the positive thing or anything but like a real assessment of like how you feel this squad is in comparison to who you'll be competing with in the west well, I always give real assessments because I don't like to just hand out positives and people walk away like, oh, shit, like we're going to be oh, number right one in for then. a year. Right. You know, like we have a lot of room for improvement, uh, especially the defensive end. Um, but we also have a lot of guys that are coming back uh, that we still have to catch a rhythm with um, to make things go the way we want to. Um, we have what it takes to win, no doubt. Um, from our starting five, our bench, we have guys who can play multiple positions with the signings of Bruce. Bruce Brown's big, you know, you can tell by the way he's been playing. KCP, great two-way defender. You know, Yoke, two-time MVP. You know, we we have everything possible to win a championship. But we have a lot of room for improvement as far as gelling on both ends of the floor. Defense, for me, I, I've always preached defense. We have a lot of guys who can score. We have a lot of guys who can score. So for us, our defense has to be top-notch. Uh, especially, you know, when we go against the Golden State, you know, they have numerous shooters, Jordan Poole, Clay, Steph. You know, it's a lot of weapons out there on that floor for them. You know, Phoenix, um, you know, Portland's been playing well. Um, you know, Utah's been playing well. We, it's a lot of teams out there, especially in the West, that we're going to have to compete when it comes April, May, June, if we want to get to where we want to be, where our defense has to be on key. Um, and I think that's going to be our biggest uh, stepping to, and that's going to be what's going to take us over the top. Because if we're clicking on offense, there's nobody who can who can score with us. But our defense, I think, is going to be something that we have to hone in on, and then we have to be, you know, all five guys together. Okay, as you mentioned, you played with all these guys, and I was kind of going through it again because I got some rapid fire stuff for you at the end. Uh, I tell this story, so I'm kind of teeing up how 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 good I want these answers to be. We had Mike Brown at ESPN after he had coached Kobe and he had coached LeBron. I had him in studio, a little one-on-one. -on -one, and I was like, all right, man, Kobe, LeBron stories. Like, what do you got? And he was like, they're both super competitive. <laughs> and I was like, so you want a coaching job again? <laughs> Which is what happens when guys leave the league. Like, I'll stop by here, cash some Disney checks for a year and not say anything interesting. And then I'll go back to coaching. And again, I don't really blame them because they're just constantly afraid. They've never had this moment of like, I'm supposed to be just unleashed with all these opinions. And some guys are like, I never want to coach again, so I'm going to let it fly. Um, give me, give us the scouting reports on some of these stars that you've played with that maybe we don't know. All right. So let's, let's start with KD. KD is a player, is the teammate, the stuff that maybe we don't understand what it's like to, to be with a KD every day. What kind of, what kind of scouting report do you want? Do Whatever you, you want think the... is the most interesting. The how to how to stop them scattering for it. Um, I kind of want the full scope of like when you're talking to your buddies and and they asking these same annoying questions I'm asking you now. Like, all right, you know, I think Katie's here. I mean, I'm not asking necessarily to start some beef or something like that because no, Katie will respond. Uh, I was going down that road. Right. I was yeah. I was almost there. All right. Um, well, no, feel free then. Call him <laughs> no. out. He's gonna be ready. He's 34 now. He's uh, <laughs> no, just like give me, give me specific. Like, just share with us something about KD that maybe we don't understand. Because like, there's times where I'll admit it myself. Like when it was the Giannis KD thing, I'm like, with the shooting package that KD has, like, how can anybody say anyone in the world is better than him? And then I was like, Giannis just plays with a ferocity at both ends that I just don't know that anybody else matches. So like, I was still hanging out in KD Island, going, he's the best in the world, and it was because of the shooting. And it just, I want shooting more than anything. And then I just felt like I had to give in to Giannis eventually. That's a good observation. But like for, for Kevin, 
like I've, I've known Kevin for a long time, but from the same area, from DC area, uh, known high school. Um, something you don't know. It's hard. I mean, because he's an open book. You know, he's lately he's been more open. He well, on the bad side a little bit more because he's you know been Twitter. You know, not the, nothing I want to talk about. Here's what I would that. say that's the most positive but, thing. I know what he thinks about things for real all the time. No, no, you're going to get that. <laughs> yeah, so gonna, that's that why I say it's not positive sometimes, yeah. you know, because he can go off the wall a little bit. But basketball-wise, he's probably one of the most talented guys I've ever been around. Being, He's a legit footer. I don't know why he keeps wanting to be 6'9", 6'10". He's 7'1". And... His skill set is unbelievable. You're talking about a guy who can score on all three levels, who can do pretty much everything on the floor. But he also works on his game like he's the like he's about to get sent down to the G League. Like he is always in the gym 20%. Like his basketball, basketball, basketball. He loves basketball. And I heard him say it a lot of times, and I think people laugh when he says it. Basketball is honestly is his life. That's why he don't brush hair. Basketball is his life. <laughs> He'd rather go out and just play fucking basketball. You know, don't care about how he looks. He want to play basketball. And that's what I love about him. He's, you know, he's devoted. He's dedicated to his craft. Um, you know, he studies his craft, you know, from, you know, guys, legends, George Irvin. Like, that was one of his guys. So, you know, he studies his craft, and, you know, that's why he's at where he's at today. That was a great answer. That's Thanks. We, we got there. I had to think All about right. that one for a All second. Right. So now that we're in that mode, LeBron. LeBron was made in a lab somewhere in Germany and was sent here to just take over the league. I've never seen anybody. So when I came, so when I got there, I'm like, all right, shit, I'm 6'9", I'm 240, and I'm a, I'm a big guy. Till so he walked in the in the gym, and I'm like, ah, damn! Like, you six eight and a half, two. I want to say he's like two seventy. He can run a a four one and a forty. Like he's unbelievable. And I thought I was athletic athletic until I met him. He can jump, touch his head on the rim, but he's a like something people don't know. Like he's a big kid. He's joking around 24-7. He's dancing, singing, playing around. But, you know, he's, you know, he steals the spotlight wherever he goes, off the court. You know, obviously not because of his aura and what he brings, you know, from basketball. He's just, you know, he's a light. And like people gravitate towards his energy. And that's why you see a lot of guys who are on his team, they gravitate towards him because of his energy, how he brings guys together. And, you know, basketball, I mean, you see it. I mean, he has every damn, every record there is. You know, he's top five, about to be number one in scoring, which is absolutely amazing. Um, and I learned a lot from him. So, you know, I credit him to the longevity that I'm trying to have, you know, because I got to watch him firsthand. Were you more impressed playing with Harden or annoyed at the calls that he got playing against him? <laughs> it's a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. There's the right answer. It's a little bit of both, man. I mean, he's he's a guy who who found the loopholes and found the loopholes. <laughs> no, it's it's true. He found out how to trick the refs into getting you know the calls to you know finding ways to you know get the advantage on the offensive end uh, in the game of basketball. 
I mean, he's creative. I mean, he's also skilled, and he can do a lot of things on the floor. So, but guarding him, I fucking hate guarding him because they're going to give him a call. And he's what do they say time. to you, Jeff? What do the refs say to you when you like you fell for that shit where he brought his arms up again? That's what you're the refs fall, say. You're going to fall for it four times. I mean, wait, they say that to you. I'm saying I'm pretending I'm you. And no, I'm that's what the refs say. And they'd be like, damn, you fell for it again, and you've been watching him do it. Why did you? Why did you fall for it? It's like. Fuck, I thought he was going to shoot it. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I don't want to jump Jeff's jokes here. I, I, uh, your timing's impeccable, but I... Thanks. I've my, been watching Dave Chappelle. It's like... Oh, I can I tell. My, <laughs> I might get out of here. Dude, life advice to me at Kyle. You guys hit it off. Um, like, I think the worst play in NBA history is Kawhi landing on Zaza. Because now... You said the what? Well, the word, it's I'm exaggerating a bit, but Kawhi landing on Zaza Pachulia... Oh, I got it. In that playoff series, yeah. and the unintended consequences of everybody landing like an asshole after yeah. they shoot, and then somebody be like, "No, no, that's how you land. You always go for it." Like, a, except when no defenders there, and they all go straight up. And it's down. the thing now. It's it's what I challenge the refs on. So we have an NBA ref meeting every year, and they go over what they are looking for this year. And I always have a problem with that because it's like if I stop in front of a shooter and he jumps and he jumps forward to me, how is that a foul on me? It's not. I agree. And I. I say that, and he's like, well, you got to give him space to land. It's like, well, I might as well just go sit down on the bench and let him just shoot it because they don't understand, like, you know, the spacing and what it takes for a guy to actually defend because they're just watching with a whistle. But, you know, it is what it is. I propose the restricted area should be the three-point line. but well, It should has- be in about 10 years, <laughs> maybe. Okay, we got rapid fire with Jeff. Um, are you ready for this? I think so. Yes. All right. Teammates. Chris Wilcox. My heart brother. That was yeah. a layup. Yeah, that was a layup. He, he's a terp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually watched. That's why I wanted to go to Maryland. It's because of him. Him, Drew Nicholas, uh, Steve Blake. Dude, him him in college. Yeah. That was like. They won a championship when I was in high school. If I had been taller, I would have tried to play like him. Yeah. But I, I hate Gary Williams now. And I told him that to his face. <laughs> so I feel good. <laughs> yeah. uh, Luke Herringody. Luke Herringody. Why does name? What did I play with Luke Herringody? Did you? Wait, I played against him in. No, that's not in. College, was he your teammate or not? True or false? In the NBA, uh, I think you've had two hundred and twenty-five teammates. Was that the most? We're getting there. It's almost there. Yeah, Luke Herringody. Was that in Boston? Yes, two thousand ten, yeah. two thousand eleven. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. It's a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Um, have you ever been listed as a center for an entire season? Are we doing just NBA? Yeah. Oh, an entire season? No. You oh. are. When? Houston. They just put oh, you down. Look, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because when yeah. you play with Harden, you have to like get rid of all these other players so that he got. Never mind. We won't. Well, I, I kind of, I didn't say I was a center, but I thought PJ Tucker was technically the center because he was a he center was, for a whole playoff yeah. series one year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My bad. That's right. Uh, were you teammates with Ray McCallum? That's the guard. That was the little light. That little guard. guard. Yeah. yeah. He was thick. I don't remember that, that about him. But. Trying to help. 
Where was that? This was so dirty. I shouldn't have. He played 10 games with Memphis. He got picked up in March after you were traded in February. Oh, I do remember. Yeah. He was number was, three. I remember yeah, yeah. him, yeah. Detroit? But it, but, like, that was dirty. That was, I should, as I was writing that one down, I'm like, you're such a dick sometimes. That was a low ball. There's no way I was um, Okay, last two. Dan Issel. I don't remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> What's your Dan game? Dan Issel? <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't want the city to turn against you here. Well, he's, uh, he's my, old. My right. apologies in yeah, advance. Yeah. But yeah. No, no. He's like in the ABA. That was a joke. The fuck? Was... <laughs> you know, we get a good crowd here. We're just Sorry. trying to it. Uh, what's your What's your career game high? 40, 42 or three. One or two. Right? 43. 43. Against 43. LeBron. Against LeBron. Against LeBron. Yeah, I gave him that work. I was payback. Um, he wasn't guarded. It was Shane Batty. Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome, man. We got to do this again sometime. Seriously. Let me know. Give it up to Jeff Green. Start the NFL week off right with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Every Thursday from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. Every Thursday night, you'll get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay doesn't hit. Same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. All right, let's take a look. Titans at Green Bay. Uh, um, all right. I'm going with a little bit of uh, a Green Bay figuring some things out. 17 straight points against Dallas. One of the best defenses, if not statistically the best defense in the NFL. They're going up against the Titans as we mentioned. So we're going to go Packers minus three. We're going to go Christian Watson anytime touchdown score. And I was looking at Traylon Burks because I felt like he was in the mix more against Denver. Um, he had six targets, which ties a season high that he had against Buffalo. But man, his yardage total. So I was kind of like, maybe I'll go a total. Uh, I'll go over his receiving yards. So the number is 32 and a half. But man, even with the targets... He doesn't really get that many yards, which is disappointing to me because I loved him at Arkansas, uh, which doesn't mean a ton right now, right? They've, they've had to go back from Tannehill to Willis to Tannehill again. So he's only gone over that total twice, and that was against the Giants and Buffalo to start the season. And since then, his totals for yards in the next three games, because he missed some time as well, 13, 14, 24 yards. So I was kind of thinking like breakout 32 and a half, but I'm fading myself. I'm going under. So there's your same game parlay. Packers minus three. Christian Watson anytime. Traylon Burks under 32 and a half yards. 10 bucks to win 90. There's your same game parlay. Build your own or choose from one of our popular same game parlays that are pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. However you want to play, you can bet the NFL every Thursday night with a no-sweat same game parlay. And with FanDuel's new live same game parlays, you can continue building same game parlays even after the game has started. Just sign up with the promo code Ryan, R-Y-E-N. If you don't already have an account, that's promo code Ryan to get the free bets back if your same game parlay doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older. In select states, three plus legs minimum. $1 bet required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $5. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. This episode is supported by State Farm. So look, a little rock hit your dude's windshield on the highway. And at first you're like, what is that? 
I'm like, oh, it's just a little mark. Nope. Now, by the end of the ride, it's a big crack. And it had been a while. So I check out the State Farm app. I go, hey, this is what happened. And the funny thing is, is I was like, do I want to go app first or do I call old school guy? Probably should call. I was like, let's check out the app. Not only did it take a minute to get done, they set up the glass replacement. They told me the estimate ahead of time. Said, do you want to go ahead with it? And I was like, now I understand. It's all in front of me, all done. I don't even have to talk to anybody. That's how efficient the insurance game has become. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, just like I did, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to somebody. The app was so good, I didn't even need to do that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, that was um, he was awesome at that. Okay, we're gonna try something here. Let's <laughs> see how this might suck, but we're trying to make it up to you. We're trying to find Broncos legends on the fly here. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna just let me know back there if this sounds terrible. Guys gonna be like, you already got Jerry Judy. <laughs> if he doesn't answer, this is the most typical thing ever. He's not picking up now. <laughs> like the show is pretty good up until Jeff Green, <laughs> or after, I should say. All right, yep, he didn't answer. The worst. Well, we have we have a chance at somebody else here. And I'll tell you who the other one was when he when he gets bumped. <laughs> uh, it's, it's definitely not Ryan Carroll. All right, grab Kyle. Canell's not picking up. Wow. Yes. What's up, family? How are we doing? First time I see him today. Okay, so we were going to FaceTime Canel. He has now been bumped from the show. Um, this is Kyle. He's a thick guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. You don't mess Cheers. with him. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do some life advice. We have some extra ones here. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Okay. Um, I have these sorted out here. Well, he sorts. Can I first say? Yes, yes. In on Denver. Phil. In on Denver. I've traveled a few places. In on Colum or in on uh, Cleveland. In on Denver. You guys are doing great. They're <laughs> really working it. Okay. Life. I'm advice. out of cigarettes, so somebody's got to help me out after the show. We get this guy some smokes. That would be great. All right, uh, life advice, lifeadvicerr at gmail.com. All right, here we go. Six foot, 254. Oh, but his bench is 400. Oh, 405, so he's not lying. When you do 400, it usually means you're lying. 405. <laughs> All right, so impressive numbers throughout. All right, uh, this happened a little while back, but the repercussions are still reverberating. Uh, you can read the names if you want. This guy doesn't give a shit. 
It's the girls who are mostly involved, and I'm a thousand, no, that's 10,000% certain they don't listen to sports talk podcasts. Um, Kevin might listen, whoever Kevin ends up being in this story. If he does, sorry this happened, dude. You got royally boned. So we're just using names. This guy, all right. So my wife grew up in South Carolina with a girl named Lauren. They were best friends for years. Lauren moved out to Colorado after college. Hey! While my wife stayed here, but they remained great friends. While Lauren was in Colorado, she met a boy. A few years later, they were um, in South Carolina on a visit and mentioned they may be moving back. They asked if they could potentially stay with us for a bit if they needed to. Uh, while they found a place, we sort of said yes, but this wasn't some formal agreement, just friends talking. A few months passed with no more word at all. Then, out of the clear blue sky, Lauren calls my wife, says, Kevin found a job nearby, is going to move to South Carolina. Lauren is going to stay behind for a month to do some unspecified work stuff and finish out their lease. It's not a great sign. Um, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but can you go to South Carolina first while I try to get our deposit back? Uh, they asked if Kevin... Okay, here we go. Finally, the meat of it. They asked if Kevin could stay with us for that month. We said he could, and that we'd work out rent or whatever. <laughs> no answer from then on. We didn't hear a peep until a week before his scheduled arrival. At this point, I jumped in. My wife, who dislikes confrontation, I don't mind it, so I took over from there. I suggested $400 a month, but I'd give him until the end of the month to pay since I knew money would be tight. Honestly, if somebody doesn't have $400, I'm not letting him move in with me. Um... <laughs> He started moaning about this and that, so I tried to be nice and said, how about 200 and you pay the day you move out? He replied he would just stay in a tent. <laughs> All right, that's such a red flag that if you're willing to live in a tent... On the property? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Insurance is through you, the roof. <laughs> have you ever suggested a tent? No, no, no. To, to a couch, even a couch. Okay. Couch, is, couch makes more sense. This guy's like, I'll just pitch a tent in your house. Uh, obviously manipulation, but I wanted to be nice. I said, forget rent. Just pay for your own groceries while you're here. Jesus. You're a friend. I can help a friend. I'm a sucker, but whatever. This guy, I thought this guy liked confrontation. It sounds like he folded pretty quick. <laughs> like a tent. Um, so he moves in, but here's where the fun begins. We went to Hawaii the third week he was there. I was kind of nice because we didn't, uh, it was nice we didn't have to board our dog. All right, so he's taking care of the dog. Uh, the day we get home, he's packing his shit. I ask, what's going on? He tells us that Lauren dumped him. Apparently, she had been cheating on him for months with a girl. Uh, she dumped this guy on us. She had clearly been planning this. She didn't have the guts to dump him face to face. So she got him out of her hair and used this as some sort of soft landing for him. Now she's getting married. I don't want to go to the wedding. No shit. This is a heist. This is a fucking heist. <laughs> I hate Lauren. She absolutely used me, ruined her friendship with my wife, and royally screwed Kevin, the tent guy. Uh, my wife was devastated. My wife has tried to repair the relationship, but Lauren refused to see how much of a psycho she is. The move was insane, right? I'm out of, I'm not of the line, I don't think. All right, I think we'd all agree that, th that this is not something you would actually be like, yeah, all of this is cool and the emailer's wrong, right? Yeah, we all make mistakes We're, now. Right. <laughs> this is going to turn on standing in a plane. We're going to pocket back here that thinks everybody sits down until fucking everybody's gone, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> I think we're all on the same page on this one is what I'm hoping for. All right, so I don't want to go to the wedding. I couldn't care less uh, about her deal. I think she's a horrible person. My wife still has hope for the relationship but doesn't want other people or Lauren to think that she's against her lifestyle. Like, no. Oh, like, what does that have to do? That has nothing. No, anyway. Careful. Personally, um... <laughs> 
Uh, I'm only against scumbags who screw with people's lives. Not against anyone else. How do I get out of this wedding? It's in Colorado. Hey, one more time. I'm going to have to spend thousands to go, and I hate her. <laughs> I hope her girl leaves her at the altar. I hope she falls into a well on their honeymoon. That was pretty mean. That's one of the meaner ones we've ever read. Uh, I, is there really any advice for this one other than the obvious? Like, you just, what's the protest? You don't go. The moral of the story was that guy packed up his shit. Because that's what I thought this was going, was like, now this guy's been here for two weeks. In L.A., at least, I think if you're on a couch for two-plus weeks, you're sort of a pseudo-tenant. Now there's all these laws. gets real ugly. So I thought, I, I thought he was going to be like, we've got this guy now. <laughs> Our friend Bug so or whatever. you thought it was going to be a real estate question? Yeah, I thought he was going like to be like, now what? I think, I think the moral of the story is this guy was like, I'm, I'm, I'm packing it up. I think that's great that they were, he was packing it up. But yeah, don't go to this wedding. No, the real, the real conflict is the wife actually still wants to be friends with this person and then wants you to pay like for Stockholm flights. It's like Stockholm shit. I mean, there's got to be some sort of way to talk this out. I don't. I mean, that's, a, that's such a non-starter at this point. You have all the evidence on your side. You have multiple things to point to. I don't want to go to her wedding. He wanted her to fall into a well. He should just write her an email and be like, I don't want to go. Can I be banned? I hope you fall in a well. Then he'll get banned. And then the wife's like, I can't even bring you. And he's like, problem solved. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think there's just got to be a way. I, I wonder when these things come up, I'm like, you're telling us, but have you told her? Is it sort of like a, like I've avoided many argument in my life and just told my buddies from Frolic over there about it instead. And I wonder if this is his, frolic like are you just telling us and you haven't told her because you know how she feels about it i don't really think yeah i don't know that there's like something we're supposed to unlock with this one like a lot of them sometimes you'll be like okay wait a minute have you thought about this have you thought about that there's nothing else to think about don't yeah, go don't go don't yeah, go don't go such a money suck a wedding ask kevin if he's doing anything or if he wants to go camping <laughs> yeah uh, let's go camping with kev <laughs> all right here we go man card we still we still using man card uh-oh <gasps> hold on interrupting for a special guest it is Broncos legend, Danny Cannell. True, true story. I did not hear the first call. So shout out to Matt O'Brien, who was there and DM me, said, Danny, call Ryan back. For some reason, my phone did not ring. And I was like, what is taking him so long? It's 10, like, and he said between 1040 at uh, 8.40 your guys' time. So I was like, what's going on? I did not see the missed call. Man, you guys got a crowd. I'm so jealous now. I'm not there. All right, we do have some questions for you. All right, you ready? Uh, do, you, do you think the night that we were in... Um, where were we? We were in San Francisco. No, 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 not Phoenix. We were in San Francisco, Denver, Carolina Super Bowl, and we were at that big party early and you and I had been drinking, and then Elway came over and said to you, hey, Danny, you're still part of the Broncos family. <laughs> what? So what's the question? I do I feel like... Was, was that the proudest moment of your NFL career? It, it was definitely a top three moment, especially since you were there to witness it, because I don't know if anybody would have believed me if you, if you weren't there. I thought you were going to say our moment from that Super Bowl 
was when we ran into Daniel Snyder at the uh, at the restaurant we were at, and we both kind of looked at each other and we we're like, "What a douchebag!" And we could not have been more right. <laughs> yeah, he actually like sucked so fast in 15 seconds. You're like, "Yep," like it all checks out. And we spent. We, I mean, it was the fastest I've ever disliked anybody. And we didn't really even talk to him. You just monitored everything and you went, yep, checks, checks out. Uh, that's all the questions I have. Do you have anything else? No, man. I'm just bummed I couldn't be there, man. You guys are right at my old stomping grounds. I lived right there in, uh, right off Wash Park in Cherry Creek. Miss Denver, man. You guys are the best. Well, Plumber's coming by later. He's got this sweet potato recipe he wants to share with me. Thanks, Danny. All right. Um, hold on. We're going to try one more thing. This guy. We had a better chance of getting Westbrook. Hey, Scott, say hi to Denver. This is way better for our expense report, so thanks for doing this. Uh, what are you up to tonight, bud? What's in the A's? You know, we had a double overtime game. Uh which put us uh, behind schedule to talk to Reese Davis. So I'm horribly uh, uh, sorry to have kept you waiting here and, and the crowd there. This is fantastic. This is reminiscent of the old remotes, only way more people. And I assume your technology works. Yeah, we didn't have to have Kentucky Fried Chicken put their logo all over our shirts. It's, it's fine. But whatever, whatever cow herd and greenie didn't already pick over, we were, we were more than happy to eat. It's a good thing we're not still pissed off seven years later. You know, I'd say things kind of worked out okay for both of us, but we still hang on to that grudge with uh, with an iron fist. But what's good? What is all this about? What is going on tonight? Uh, Tame and Paul is after us, so I think we're gonna finish up here soon. But um, yeah, we got a little deal here. Ophelia, this is a great little spot. Good to be back in Denver, my second favorite city. No offense. Um, and yeah, what do you got? You got anything? You got anything? You're, it's your spotlight right now. It's, I mean, Monday night shows are the kind of the big, got the juice, you know what I mean? We can follow Monday night football, large audience last night, tonight. Actually, tonight's a decent night. We follow Duke and Kansas, but it's, uh, you know, the routine. It's it's the glamorous life of a late night cable host, which ain't glamorous. I don't live in the beach in California. One of us won, and it's you. Before we let you go, Scotty, you know, you, uh, you could have been one of us back in the day. <laughs> Uh, look, Scotty, uh, back, you know, uh, you could have played back then, okay? That's Chris Berman, by the way. I don't know if that's translating or not. But... Yeah. <laughs> you, me, George, Bob. Okay, it would have been a, it would have been a good ten o'clock. <laughs> that's a kind of a cool compliment, actually. Yeah, I'm like shitting on it. It's one of the nicest things anyone's ever said to you. So, uh, hey, you're the man for doing this. We're gonna hit up Barkley next. He'll probably answer. All right. Uh, Bye, Denver. I love you. All right. That actually worked out way better than I thought. We're not going to hit a Barkley because he's, he's not going to answer. Okay. All right. So this one, yeah, it was written in 2004, Man Card. Uh, here's the backstory. 43, 5, 9, 175. That's stout, right, Kyle? I think he probably looks good. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't lift anything. I don't get paid to lift. What the fuck is... Who's he talking to with that one? Uh, I served six years in the Navy. That thank you, thank you. All right. Okay. Thanks for your service. All right. About a week ago, I was at Trader Joe's with my family, wife, 36, one-time yoga instructor. Irrelevant to the story, I bet, but not irrelevant. Daughter three, son 14 months. As I was buckling my daughter and having loaded the car, I found that she'd pocketed the little stuffed animal that kids are supposed to look for in the store. We can confirm this with Trader Joe's. Okay. Not sure I believe that. Back in the corner. Then what are they? They just tell kids to steal stuff and then you win a prize? That's that's a bad precedent. I've never heard of that. I only I stopped by Trader Joe's. They don't do it in LA. After Frolic Room. So yeah. <laughs> it's just big bills and I don't know what's going on. Okay, so he's gonna go back in. Um as I was heading back, I heard tires locking up and saw that my wife had nearly come together with another car in the parking lot. Uh, our right front was an inch or two from the other car's left front, forming a right angle. Very descriptive. The driver, mid-20, 6'2", 225, some size there, jumped out and started cursing at my wife, yelling at her to get out of the car. He slammed both of his fists on the Jesus. top of my car over my daughter's head. Fuck no, I'm 50 feet away. Emailer screams, quote, save it for the guy who sold you those fake roids. I don't think that came off as well as he wanted to. <laughs> the room didn't like that one as much. Yeah. I mean, I was like, man, this, there's too many words for yeah, it to dig. Uh, yeah. I drew back a big right hand and hit him with a rising left. Let's I, what, go. We got a what, fight on our hands. So he fought this guy. But I don't what was the right like a faint? What is he talking about here? All right, but he did it on the run. It didn't even knock the wind out of him. He shoved me back maybe eight or ten feet. I had no chance against this guy. Oh As God. I was standing up, him advancing on me, my wife hit him in the back of the legs with a shopping bag full of canned Jesus goods. Christ. She'd come around the back of the car. I full-backed him into a cart return. We got the hell out of there. So this morning, my wife asked me to stop by Trader Joe's to see if the Christmas goodies are oh there yet. Oh, my God. I'm not going, the emailer We're says. We're going to Ralph's. Yeah, right. Kidding me? The produce, though. I get it. Um, I'm going to do a bunch of uh, fix it around the house stuff and pretend I forgot. My daughter apparently told the daycare lady, my daddy's not afraid of anything. He fought a giant at the grocery store. I like being a hero, but I don't want to run into Shoulders McGee again. Should I tell my wife that I'm scared or just keep making up day of projects? No. Thanks, guys. Life advice is the best part of the show. Oh, best part of a great show. All right. Now I don't feel as bad. Um... <laughs> I, right away, something jumps out at me. Your wife's going to figure out that you don't want to go to Trader Joe's if you keep trying to do this, and that is going to be way worse, having to admit to your wife you're afraid of a guy that you're likely never going to run into again. Like, I would just get it over with. Go to Trader Joe's, man. Go. You'd look for him. Fight the butterflies. I had a few butterflies before I came up here. It feels good. Feels good. Right? Your face Butterflies gone. Tonight? Yeah. Um, I don't... I just think that... She's going to figure this out. You can't say, no, I don't want to go to Trader Joe's like 20 times in a row. And then you're going to have to tell your wife, like, I'm still afraid of this guy that you're likely not going to have to fight again. I mean, what are the odds that you are going to fight this guy again? Or there's usually Trader Joe's. It's not like Alaska, right? Where's this guy live? He didn't tell us. Maybe it is Alaska, but I, I don't think I don't think you want to have that conversation with your wife. Like the married guys here. Do you want to admit to your wife? I'm afraid to go grocery shopping no because way. of a scuffle. Yeah. Go to Trader Joe's, man. It's like dangerous. Like, will they, won't they? Like, it's, So you it's, like the danger. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like, like you said, it's probably not going to happen, but spices up a Wednesday, that's for sure. All right, well, speaking of, let's spice it up. Don't get married. Thanks, guy. <laughs> June 9th. Really needed to hear that. 
All right. Um, we're stepping up a notch here. I've been hanging on to this one for a little while. You've been holding out? I just wasn't even sure if I wanted to read it. All right. So how's it going? Um, I graduated college a couple years ago. Me and my friends started drinking a lot when we go out. I'm already choked Sounds up with this good. guy. Uh, usually I'm a very shy person, and two or three drinks makes me relax and be more social. No shit. Especially with the ladies. I become funnier and more daring, um, and it's working. <laughs> All right. But sometimes, uh, because I need more courage, I drink too much to the point of blacking out and don't remember anything. Oh, shit. The thing is, is every single time I've ever had sex, I was blackout drunk and don't have any memory of it. Every time? A lot of people are, like, bummed out about it. This guy's hit rate is really high. It's a blessing and a curse. I'm not saying it's a great strategy long term. I'm just saying, like, I think people are ignoring the underlying positive, that it seems to work. Um, you don't want right, to hear about know, yourself. I know, I know. You don't want to hear about yourself. say those things. All right, okay. All right, so... Um, <laughs> it's happened eight or ten times and I, I only know that it happens because sometimes I wake up naked with a girl or because I straight up asked the woman I was flirting with the night before and she confirms it or for example because one of my friends caught me in the middle of this random act I become insecure about that I don't know if I count as a virgin or not in the middle was he in a is he in a tent with uh, Gus what was that guy's name Kevin <laughs> Kevin uh what do you think the science is on that one? Can every he, time. So he's saying every time he's ever had sex, it's been. Yes. It's been a disaster. He's young. Still not a great stat. <laughs> but he wants to know. What do you think, Kyle? Is this, he actually a virgin? This is. <laughs> that's what he wants to know. What a great end to a sad email. Uh this is a problem. This is a problem. I'd say do your very best. Thank it's you. a mission. It it's a side issues. quest. It's a main quest. Have sex without being hammered. Maybe it's beers. Maybe you're a, a liquor guy, and that just gets out of hand. I'd say I'd say switch your mode of alcohol delivery and uh, mix in a water. Just see if it. See if you remember it, dude. Come on, you want to remember it. Also, get tested. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's sad. Kind of sucks. Um, but Man. his buddies must be like, it ha It worked again? <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I think the science is pretty clear on what category you're in on that one. Um, so I don't think you get to reset it all. Although that'd be really weird if you were talking to a girl. She's like, how many people have you been with? Because when you're younger, you ask each other these stupid fucking questions like that. And, and he's like eight or ten? Everybody lies. Know. What if he says zero because I'm always blacked out? And she's like, awesome, I really like you. He doesn't even have any moves. Like, he doesn't even have a move because he Maybe doesn't he know. know what the fuck's going on. Maybe he has incredible moves. But he wouldn't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like the hey, mask and he's just a different You know guy. what, Kyle? You can't be let down if you don't expect the world. That's you know who said that? Did I say that? 311 said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> In okay. the frolic room. There we go. Okay, um, this is a local one here. Um, let's see, Denver Hotspot. Big fan, Denver guy with a girl's name. We'll leave it out. It is a girl's name, but it's not like, you know. Colby. Right, it's not Sue. Um, wasn't able to snag tickets in time for the show, sadly. So I guess he's not here. So we'll see you outside then, huh? Do you think 
Kyle would be a Herbs guy. Herbs tonight? Herbs tonight. Kyle. Kyle. Can I walk to Herbs from here? Let's go. Um, it used to be my spot until I had a three-month ban in 2019. Is Newland emailing? <laughs> that joke didn't work. <laughs> Over my head, I'm sorry. Um, would love to hear any herb stories you have. I don't know. We, we used to have a bunch back in the day. That place was reckless. I saw a guy take his pants off and dance with the band, and nobody cared. <laughs> I'm not lying. I don't know if that'll happen tonight, but you never know. Yeah, right? Okay. So Herb's is a weekly bar because I was... What's that? I keep getting the name wrong. Is it Laramie? La Latimer? Mortimer? Latimer? So that whole strip left a little bit to be desired because a lot of these places open on Thursday and not Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So this is this is a seven days a week place? Thank you. Okay. We have one more here. Um, and it's it could be a little for... Uh, I don't know. This could this this could end. I up. love when he gets nervous about reading these. This might not even make it to the podcast. Uh, is the guy? <laughs> uh, this is this is brutal. This one's way too depressing. I'm not ending on this one. No, no way. Uh, where is this guy's? Okay, well, you know what? I'm just. I actually have. I think I can remember what it was. Is the guy here that emailed in about maybe coming to the show with or without his fiance? Denver Dilemma. Denver Dilemma. <laughs> Are you by yourself? <laughs> I guess you don't need any more advice then. <laughs> Good for you, man. Sorry, dude. <laughs> what? He's here. You need, it doesn't need any more pain. I think we know what the issue is. Uh, surprise guest. No way. Better than Charles Barkley. Welcome to Denver, Chris Long. Whoa! How, how bummed out are you right now? Oh! <laughs> That'll do it for the show. Hey, uh, thanks seriously. Hope you took care of everybody here at Ophelia's. This place is awesome. Uh, hopefully we'll do it again. We're going to do a little Q&A up here up front, so I'm sort of saying goodbye at first time knowing I'll have to do it again. And then uh, we will do some pictures over there as long as it takes to get all this done. I can't thank you guys enough for coming out here and doing this. Um, and thanks as always to Denver, all right? This episode of the Ryan Russillo Podcast is brought to you by State Farm. All right, football fans, the good neighbors over at State Farm wanted me to let you know that you really don't have to get that personal to get the personal price plan. Seriously, there's no need to tell anyone that you make custom DJ remixes of your team's fight song or that you memorize the choreography to every dance routine of your team's cheerleading squad. I had a buddy that was a cheerleader. And, um, you know, he was into it. He had a ton of school spirit. And I wish he told more people about that. That's right. The State Farm Personal Price Plan simply helps you create an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, 
State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Hulu Plus Live TV. Looking for a better way to watch live TV? Stream your favorite sports and shows on over 95 live channels with Hulu Plus Live TV. Get access to Hulu's entire streaming library, Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, all in one plan. Start your free trial of Hulu Plus Live TV today. Live TV plan required. Restrictions apply. Access content from each service separately. Learn more at Hulu.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. First question? Uh, My name is Paul. I'm blind and I'm a huge fan. You give me a lot of peace. I'm a chaplain at Children's Hospital here. And uh, I have a friend who is very generous and he is always able to provide me with a lot of gifts and experiences. What do you get for the person that is always able to provide everything for everybody else? Like, how do you always, how, do you, how are you able to give back to the people who always give to you? Hard one out of the gates. Uh, so you're asking, what do you get for someone that, like, always doesn't need anything and, and always yeah, does the right thing? Yeah, doesn't need anything. Like, he, he can buy everything himself. Um, you know what I would do is I would buy something for somebody that's important in his life. You know, do something for the kids. Like, I've got this buddy who I love to death, college roommate, and there's nothing I can do for him. He doesn't need anything. He's never going to need anything. I got his daughter's hoodies, and like I'm a hero. They're expensive, so maybe that was it. But that's whenever I'm faced with a dilemma of like, what the guys are the worst trying to get stuff for him. Um, I hope this is an, a good answer, and that if you can do something for somebody, the wife or girlfriend or the kids, that usually solves the problem. Yeah, I would Let's, say weird booze sometimes. Weird, weird booze. booze. <laughs> weird booze. Yeah, like, like, a, nice like a beer you've never heard of. Strange liquor. <laughs> it's a conversation that. piece. Yeah. Uh, One question, the whole house. All right, that's good. We'll, we'll get you out of here. You guys gonna early. ruin this? <laughs> Who's gonna ruin right. this? I'm cutting in line. Go Knowles. Sorry, Danny, can make it. Uh, first of all, Ryan, you got me through my service industry job with Tales from the Couch, 2009-ish. Love that's when it started. Uh, they offered me 75 bucks an episode for that podcast. I'm still mad they didn't renew. I know. I didn't renew. I was like, are you serious? 75? And the thing is, too, is, you know what? I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Just keep going. It's a good segment. Thank you, Chris Ryan, for bringing it back. Uh, Kyle, the question for you. Uh, when you're looking for that right dive spot, you know, the HQ, what are the qualities you're searching for to really know that it's time to plant roots and make this your bar here, here, here henceforth? Okay, 
Lighting's big. Lighting's big. Exposed brick, a plus, not necessary. Um, scout the bouncers. How do we feel? Um, what's the response when I drop that $40 on the first beer? You know what I mean? When it's like, You'll I think this... You'll tip 40 is... bucks on your first beer? Yeah, it's a one-time thing, though. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Every bartender or just the one? Well, you, you get a good feel about a place, and you're like, all right, I'm going to do something here. And it's 40 bucks on the first, on the first draft. And then, in, and then we'll see where it goes. If it's like, thanks, asshole. It's like, all right, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it moving. But, um, yeah, I mean, the regulars, too, you look around. I mean, I've got no problem sitting at a bar by myself for <laughs> hours on end. <laughs> um, but if I'm sitting by myself and it's not working out for, like, a day or two, it's like, I'm not going to do it three days in a row because then – then I've got a problem like the blackout sex guy, and it's just different. But it's the same, if you know what I mean. But so yeah, it's just it, it all matters. Bathrooms too. I, you know, I appreciate a, a clean bathroom. Bathrooms. Bathrooms. Cleanest bathroom you've ever seen. I, I I feel like the the worse the bathroom, the better the hang. But that that's just me. Yeah, I'm surprised by you. The just want a call. trough, don't you? Every you everything fuck. made sense. <laughs> you just want a pig trough. Hey fellas, thanks for doing this. This was great. Really enjoyed it. Um, Dolphins fan moved here from South Florida about four years ago. I am. Jesus, uh, guys. There we I'm go. now the Mountain West president of Mountain West region president of Tuanon, and um, I just, I've, I've, I've got. Some, I'm just fucking around. There's not a thing like that. But <laughs> you can't really tell us if you are. So. <laughs> but between you and Simmons and Sal, lots of hate for Tua. You called him a backup before the six touchdowns against the Ravens. I said he looks like it, and I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> said it out loud. And then he threw six touchdowns. 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. Right, his own team tried to replace him with Deshaun Watson, but whatever. <laughs> Fair point, but Steve Ross has got other issues. But 14-1 as a starter, just wanted to see if you're ready to kind of go back on, on your initial thoughts. To bring well, I mean, I've already been wrong about it. The stats are so stupid. Like, I can't even believe that they're this good. Uh, he looks like he's going to get that second contract. But I still think there's parts of that game where, I, I mean, it's, it's a credit to all of them. It's a yeah. credit to all of them. That they, you know, you can't believe the coaching doesn't do this more often, but they're like, what does he do great? What does he do bad? Let's make sure we do the great things more often. And it's, and it's totally worked. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. epically wrong, but it was a carryover <laughs> of everything in that first week. And I still think he sucked in the Pittsburgh game, which nobody brings up because they he won. Um, so maybe I haven't totally given up on this yet, but. Uh, He's on the I, podium. He put himself on I the podium. What else do you need? The difference with this one, too, is like I liked him so much coming out of Alabama. Yeah. I think I'd seen him live three times and was was more disappointed whereas yeah. like we you know we have these guys who we all think suck and when they suck we tell our buddies like oh look at me i was right again um but yeah I'm, you know i'm wrong i'm wrong and right is he, now is he on your mvp list at this moment no okay <laughs> i tried thanks guys you guys are great. cheers well daniel jones has less fumbles than josh Jesus, allen too late. So, uh, daniel jones are you fucking I kidding me i i'm not asking the same question i okay, swear to god all right, all right. <laughs> But I thought about it. Um, so, so uh, Brian, yeah, you were talking to Jeff for a little bit, and I, I could tell you were trying to get out of him, like, "Hey, give me some some good stuff, LeBron, KD, etc." Uh, curious, Bill Simmons, you know, uh, House, Fantasy, KOC. Question for both of you guys: Like, you got any good scouting reports that we haven't seen specifically for Bill? I don't know. That, that might be interesting that we haven't heard about before. Bill's quick. He's quick to it. He said Saquon Barkley's the best running back in the history of the NFL after like three weeks. I was like, this feels a little soon for me, 
But sometimes you're right with that and you're ahead of everybody. I'm a little more reserved. I'll hold off and be like, can we see a couple years of this before we do that? So my scouting report is that he's more quick than fast. Um, I think Fennessy could run a company. I think he could be an edi editor of Vanity Fair. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised he's never tried to write or anything. I think he's brilliant. Um, Chris Ryan's a, just a dirty human being. No, I'm just kidding. Philadelphia not, people are pretty no, dirty. Chris, yeah. is like, Chris is one of the nicest guys going. What else? I don't make enough money to answer this question, but I do think House should have his own show on Travel Channel, and that's it. Uh, House is awesome. House is a salt of the earth kind of. If you don't like House, there's something wrong with you. He's he's every time I've ever hung out with him, I'm like, this guy's just an awesome guy. So we're lucky. Seriously, we're lucky. There's a lot of good dudes there, and girls. Go Giants. <laughs> just keeping us just keeping us on the right track. Yeah. Okay. Denver dilemma guy here. Um, oh. You can share. I didn't oh, want to do it to you. Oh, we've got a follow-up in the same episode. It's the follow-up, baby. Uh, I'll let it be known that I definitely wanted to be a follow-up on Weed Girl, the girl that smoked weed but was more successful than her significant other, and there were really, really wasn't any other Are you issues. asking if I still have the email and the address? I don't know. Just say it. I wanted to call back in, you know? I mean... The guy didn't have any other beef other than she coughed too much. I just thought that that was definitely ridiculous. I think the lesson in all of this, you, you make a great point I definitely here. smoke, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is that... I think all of us could do a better job of not being, like, holding us... Holding each other to these standards. Like, sometimes I'll get these emails. Some of these emails are so depressing I don't even read them. The guy's like, man, nobody's like giving me mine, a hug. Like I guess? Like, no, nah, well, yours was specifically depressing because you're here. Um... <laughs> So you and the fiance done, right? I hope not. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's a double, isn't it? Hey, we're only two weeks in. We're only two weeks in. You're only two weeks into what? Being not together? No, we, we own a house together. We have a dog together. We have a ring. You know, it's the, a lot of shit. You know what I mean? It's pretty weird. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, of course. You're gonna be you should have read it. You should have read it. A half an hour. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I felt for you. I felt bad, but then that was the, that was the best way to end it because it was when I was going through them, I go, oh, this is a perfect way to just tie this all together. It's like an episode of House. Um, maybe that's a bad example, but I, I think what you would do is, I, I had no idea if you were going to be sitting here next to your fiancé or not, and then this Neither happened. Neither did I. Yeah. Literally until today. All right. Well, just invoices for the pod after, and then we'll... <laughs> Cal is my spirit animal. That's the reason we're all here, let's be honest. But okay. right. Don't say that. All right. Thank no, you. No, no, that's fine. I can handle You're it. You're not a Chargers fan, are you? But honestly, yes. The way uh, Rosillo and SVP digest sports, it's the best. So. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. And best of luck. Thanks, man. Thanks again for being up here. Uh, wanted to ask a couple sports questions real quick. Uh, the Nuggets are a cursed franchise. And Jokic just got the health protocol shit. Will they win ever? Um, it, Ever's this, a long this time. This is their best chance. This, I think this, if everything's right with this roster, is their best chance. It's their best chance but they by just, far. They honestly don't play consistently good enough defense yeah. through this whole stretch. And yeah. that's why Malone loses his mind because he yeah. wants to play defense first. Um, yeah. But I do like this roster better than any of the other if rosters. they don't face Golden State, I think they can... Yeah, I mean, I'm not even worried about Golden State. I think the other thing that's a real... like Sometimes bigs that can be exploited at times defensively, mm -hmm. it does worry me against really good guards in some yeah. playoff series because that's what happens so many times in these series. They're like, all right, let's kill the big. Yeah. Um, 
and you have to just hold up. You have to be average in those moments. Uh, I do think this is their best chance if they stay healthy because three or four of these other teams are going to get hurt. Yeah. It's just what happens all the time. Yeah. Yep. So. And then uh, Broncos are going to fire Hackett, right? I don't know. I don't have inside info on that one. He has to go. He's, he's Round horrible. of applause. Can we see? He's Should horrible. He's horrible. That's like half. The door's opened at six, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. To the uh, last guy, I'm a Browns fan. Just accept your fate. It'll never happen. Okay. Um, and also Denver Dilemma guy. My wife, this is the second live show. She brought me to the first part of my take one uh, in New York City. She brought me to this one. It. So sorry to hear about your fiance, man, but uh, rub find, it in. A Why better, don't you do? find a better solution. Uh, Are no, you doing home. a follow-up instead of a Q&A to an email? Well, I, I, this is a my life is great like sort of question. It felt like it to be addressed, fair enough. Oh, okay. uh, but I do have a bet proposition for you that my, me and a, a tight friend group are split on. We're, we're five years in. We have 15 years left. Trip to the Maldives on the line. Will there be a female head coach in the next 20 years in the NFL? 15 years left. In the left. NFL? In the NFL, 15 no. years left. So not 20 years, 15, right? If Condoleezza Rice yeah, didn't get that, 15, that Browns we'll job, I don't know if anyone 15 ever will. years, yeah. Uh, no, I think the NBA, the NBA is so much more progressive with everything they do. Um, it would not surprise me in the NBA at all. Maybe, maybe better of a, a female general manager, which is, to me is a better job and, and cooler. Uh, NFL, I don't, I don't see that. So what, what side are you on? Uh, your side. Okay. Yeah. How old are you guys? Right side. Uh, I'm 29. My wife is 37. Shout out. And she looks great. I saw her too. Beautiful. Wait, wait, Kyle, say that louder. She's Let's beautiful. Do He's doing great. I, doing yeah, great. No, I'm doing. I did. Kyle's yeah. like, I saw her. He's doing awesome. <laughs> I mean, she that's why to, I came uh, up she here went anyway. To LSU, so. She went to LSU. Yeah. There you go. All right. Go Tigers. All right, you did good. Yeah, you did yeah, good. Yeah. Weird bet though. Hey, uh, Ryan, I hate to uh, bring up the tune on guy again, but uh, I'm a huge Nuggets fan. Um, so as of two years ago, I absolutely hate Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns. And, Just and pull so, the mic. Pull it up. There you go. I'm too tall. I'm too tall. Yeah, That's the problem. What a problem. That's um, the first thing I was like, God, this guy's tall. Yeah. I hope his question's good. Least, He's so tall. If his question isn't even that good, it won't matter. I'm at least six foot two. Um, anyway. I hate Devin Booker. Uh, a couple years ago, the okay. Nuggets lost him horribly, and so Suns and four, yeah, I remember? Yeah, sadly. Um, I firmly believe that Devin Booker was not a winning player, and I had to eat those words. You had to do the same thing with Tua this year. Not yet. How do you? You kind of had to. Um, <laughs> this guy. How do you deal with having to eat your own words? Uh, look, I talked for oh my God. 15 hours a week for 10 years. Like, if you don't, if you think that you're going to keep it clean all the time, like, nope, right again. Like, it just doesn't, like, my, the difference with me is that I never would do the, man, Monday show is boring. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say that Chris Middleton's more important than Giannis. Like, that's just the stuff I don't deal with. So I get stuff wrong all the time because we have to say it all the time. Your Booker thing, here's what you do. I'm going to give it to you. You go, before Chris Paul got there, tell me about all of his playoff series wins. Boom. 
It all comes back to Chris Paul and positivity. It's all about qualifiers, so, man. It's all about qualifiers. Yeah. Problem Thanks. solved. Thank you. How's it going, gentlemen? Uh, this guy's all smooth. What's yeah. up? Hey. <laughs> What's going on? Touching uh, his chest. Big fan, like everyone else here, is uh, started listening to you in 2018 when I was selling software, hating my life. Now I live here, launched a beverage brand, and I emailed you a couple times trying to get you to try it. So this is me plugging. Let's plug go! Oh, oh, you don't need to try it right now, but uh, would love for it to be just center on the I, middle there uh, for the camera. Booze or no booze? You know what? I like your move there, and I like what this may be about, so yeah, we're going for it. Light, refreshing, delicious. There's yeah, no booze in it? No booze in it. No yeah. booze. Not alcoholic. So Kyle, yeah, be less excited. We can add tequila to it later. Don't worry. Yeah. Let's get the pronunciation. Haslo? It's, it's Oslo. Oslo. Spanish word. Uh, command form of us, Sarah. It means do it. Uh, this is kind of the trigger for me to move from San Francisco to launch the business. A lime and, and mint elixir, refreshing functional beverages with electrolytes, antioxidants, and So a good after booze drink. Yes. Right. It All is right. phenomenal for recovery. Family. Mix it with alcohol. Less hangover the next day. It's also just super tasty. Congrats, dude. Drink Oslo okay, on Instagram. DrinkOslo.com. <laughs> I appreciate it, Mark. Thank you. Uh, yeah, follow us. We're also round sold. Round of applause for Aslo. Oslo. Oslo, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Damn, I got to follow that guy. Yeah. Jeez. Um, first off, uh, flew in from Utah just to see you guys. All so right. Shout outs to you. Pretty shout straight shot. Shout outs to the establishment for letting me uh, sneak in here. So thank you. Um, wow. Question about how the rewatchables process works. You put in a Hall of Fame episode for the town. Thank uh, you. You got in a little you know, fight with Matthew Modine for uh, Vision Quest. So His like, lap pull-down sucked. There's no debate. Do you tell Bill what movies you want to be on, or does he come no. to you? Like, how does that process work? No, Bill is... What are you, new here, pal? Yeah. <laughs> they send out the bad signal, like, once every six months, which is fine, because I don't, you know, I've got my own stuff, but it's always, like, some combat-based thing. It's always... <laughs> it was Vision Quest, which I'd never seen, which is an aggressively weird movie. If you go back and watch it now, you're bit. like, eh, I don't know about that scene. Um... Then there was what? What other ones did I do? I did Wolf of Wall Street because Bill didn't want to do Wolf of Wall Street. That was really weird. And Jordan Belfort's actually um, a neighbor, but I don't, I've, I've never run into him yet. Okay. And then just quick follow-up. What movie would it have to be for you and Mallory Rubin to be on the same rewatchables? For some reason, I want to see that. I, I want to hear it. So there you go. Is that, have they ever done the breakup? I love that movie. It's sad. It's very sad, but it's a good one. Because when you're at the concert by yourself, you're like, it really is over. <laughs> or a live podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks, dude. And good luck having security not find you. After you just said <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, so another follow-up. Do you remember the dunker and the non-dunker about a year ago? Our friend the fake dunker. The fake dunker. Yes. Yeah, so it's a, it's a quick question. He's sitting right there. Does he still look like a doorman? A doorman? That was the rhetoric from the podcast, was that he kind of looked like a... Oh, you'd send us the picture. Yeah. 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 So the, the question they wanted to know as a follow-up, he, he ended up dunking. About After all that, he did dunk. After all that, we now sent him the follow-up. He dunked. Yeah, okay. It was, I thought this was the fake guy. Okay, got it. Yeah, this is actually the so real guy. So you did guy. it? Congratulations. So he actually did dunk that week. After, he motivated wait, that. But, just so we can include a couple more people in this. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. It's it about a year ago. 
yeah. <laughs> as, as everybody's like, how okay, many new listeners? How there's many? a babysitter. <laughs> we don't want to get past 10. Uh, you would, you would say that you could, and then you didn't do it forever. Right. Which is psychotic behavior that you could do it. And you did it because the people, because the only people that do what you were doing are the people that can't dump. Oh. Was it like your hand, your hardened hamstring? All right, I gotta stop. I, I can't, I, gotta, I can't stop myself. Okay, so, all right, I guess we covered it. Congrats to you, man. What? Does he look like a doorman? You look like security for the Pixies, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. I love the Pixies. Thanks, guys. All right, last two. Let's go. Don't fuck this up. Uh, question for both you guys. You guys have had many jobs. Indie band guys over here. <laughs> <laughs> So if I would say you look like a, a security guard for the Pixies, that's wrong. I'm supposed to say you look like a security person for Pixies. Then it becomes mythological beings and everybody's fucked up. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you guys have had many different jobs. Uh, highest of highs. Met so many different people. What's the greatest? <laughs> what's the greatest piece of advice that no one ever told you? That most of your advice is going to be terrible. Okay. No, I seriously believe it. Like when I first started telling people what I wanted to do, like a lot of other people don't want you to do special shit because they deep down wish they had tried. I know it sounds like, but like every time I would be like, oh, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that. And people are like, why would you do that? It's going to like, it's hard. It suck. I and mean, look, it sucked for 10 plus years. I didn't make any money. All my buddies are going on trips. I can't go with them. But I just couldn't believe how often older people were giving me advice that had more to do with where their head was at than what my goals were. Got it. Awesome. Thank you, guys. The best ability. Hey, guy. Wait, I'm talking to you, guy. The best ability is availability. That's all I got. Short and sweet. <laughs> all right. We're going to go big here. Last one. Yeah, Brasillo, on my way over, my Uber driver, he told me he was a big NBA guy. He uh -oh. then told me, he saw Bronny dribble a couple times and that he was going to be the next Chris Paul. Your thoughts? He saw who dribble? Bronny. Bronny James. Oh, Bronny James. Would that ruin your life if Bronny James became the next Chris Paul? By then, no. I'll be doing awesome. I'm not, there's, there's no way. It was <laughs> Some high school kid coming in the NBA going to fuck up my life? No. It was, uh, it was a great appetizer to come to see Ryan Rosillo. No, I, I mean, the weird thing with the, the kid is that there's no one that thinks he's going to be a first-round pick. That could change. Yeah, no, I, I told the Go guy ahead. he was comparing him to a Hall of Famer. I'm on your side. Right. The greatest winner that never won. I'm going to make <laughs> that, up shirts. That never won. Um, yeah, you actually bummed me out on the last one there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think that's it. I think we're good, right? Um, again, thanks everybody. We'll just wrap it up and then we'll do pictures over here. All right. Thanks again. Thanks to Denver. Thanks to Ophelia. Thanks to our sta uh, Spotify staff, Kyle and Elizabeth, who made all of this happen. Yeah, come on. Take a bow. Okay. Thanks again to Denver and everybody that came out. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. We'll have Van. We'll talk some hoops. We're doing a bunch of stuff on Friday. Ryan Russell, the podcast, Ringer Spotify. Spotify.